boom. Okay. <clears throat> All right, you guys, welcome back to Where's the Handbook? Um, if you listen to episode one, you know that we're kind of doing a completely different um, take in this season three. And I'm super pumped for it. And um, one of my first guests is Monica Santini. She's here with me today. Uh, I have it video recording. We are doing it on Zoom. She's coming in from, are you in Orlando? Where are you at? I'm in Orlando, yes. Okay, coming in from Orlando, Florida. Um, a little background on us. So basically, Monica and I grew up in Pennsylvania. You lived like up the street, kind of yeah. separate neighborhood a little bit, but um, we rode the bus together. And you graduated when? 2011. Okay, I graduated 13. So you were two years above me. And we rode the bus together. And Correct me if I'm wrong, Monica, but you sat, we sat in the very back of the bus, right? And you sat on the left-hand side, correct? Yes, ma'am. And I was like two or three rows ahead of you on the right, correct? Yes. I was picturing this when, when we were talking about doing this, I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, those are my memories of me and you. I was like the freaking bus ride. Cause you, you got off and then like the next stop or two was me. So I was like, all right, got to paint that picture. So that's us in high school, middle school, whatever. And Monica's on here today to share her breakup story. Um, we love a breakup story. Mine, hands down, has been the most viewed, most downloaded, most listened to, commented on, because I can see all my analytics through my podcasting host. So breakups always, people want to know, you know, whatever. But for me specifically, I've been following you since high school, well, since like Instagram was a thing, obviously. So right. I got to see your progression with your ex, like, I mean, you guys were what together for a decade or something, 10 years, 10 years. Yeah. So I watched yeah. you guys like finish school, start your journeys of careers and working out shit and like moving together or something. Yeah. Didn't we all get dogs together. Yeah. We had the whole nine. We had a yeah. house. Everything was built together. So I've, I was following you through that whole process. And then one day y'all, I got to paint this for you because <laughs> that highlight reel that you posted on Instagram at, like I'm assuming after the breakup or whatever it was it's like cool hadn't seen anything of you guys in a while but like didn't really cross my mind of being like oh you know just hadn't seen it whatever and then it I remember because I looked it up before we before we decided to do this episode because it was November 29th that I messaged you on Instagram yes. and I was like you posted this highlight reel y'all it was like this epic empowering song and you're just like throwing away all the shit from him and blah, blah, yes. blah. And I was literally sitting there and I was like, no fucking way for real. I, I was like, you guys were engaged. Like I saw all yeah. that. So I, was, so I was like, no fucking way. Holy shit. So I hadn't talked to you. I haven't talked to you in over a decade years, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so I saw that and I messaged, I'm just giving the background story for them for listening. But I messaged you, it was November 29th. And I was like, girl, I was like, heartbreak is fucking terrible. I hate every part of it. I was like, but if you ever want to do a podcast episode, I'm here for it. Like, let me know. Right. And I jumped right on it. Yeah. But I don't know if you listened to episode one of season three yet. It's just like a 15 minute thing where I kind of explained how I was in a little bit of a rut and like not super motivated and like whatever. So I was like, all right, fuck. If I ever bring the podcast back, at least I know Monica's down for it. So then throughout this whole me getting back into my creative realm and grinding, I was like, all right, I know who I'm going to hit up immediately. So I hit you up and you were like Wednesday. And I was like, damn, I was like, she's so serious about it. This is epic because normally people are like, 
okay, yeah, maybe next month works better for me or something like that. So I'm always like, shit, okay. Like I want to do stuff now. So like, let's see, but you were like, let's go get it done. So I'm super excited to have you on here. It's, I think like one of the things that was like super freeing for me in putting out my episode and we're going to learn all about where you're at in all of this, but in turn, I think it's also like super healthy and super freeing to get your story out there because for, at least for me, like it was able, it was like part of my process to be able to move forward. Like, you know, it was a huge step in my like heartbreak recovery. And from what we, the brief things that we've talked about so far, I feel like you are just like crushing life. Um, from what I see and you're like, good. But for me starting this, when I started the journey with the podcast and that's kind of how it started, it was like a fuck you to him, like blah, blah, blah. But like in turn, it was like, holy shit. Now I'm like really like sweeping that aside. And like, now I'm starting like my life or whatever. So it's a little bit different for you, but, um, I'm pumped to hear this fucking story, but yeah, that was honestly, that was the real for me. The real was when it was like, all right, we're washing our hands with that. Let's go. Let's like be badass and yeah. move forward. Fuck yeah. And yeah, so I'm hoping that it can like whatever you'll, I mean, people will relate to you. People relate to my story. People relate to your story, whatever. But with that all being said and the background being drawn, um, thank you for coming on and being willing to share this. I'm super pumped and it can be hard because it's, it's hard to be vulnerable sometimes, but um, you know, I don't know. We shall see, but I'm going to let you take it away, kind of paint us a picture of what all happened. And I'm here to comment and just talk. Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me. I I, know. Yes. Like you said, we've been through a lot and you got to kind of see it all unfold. Um, And never in a million years, would I think that this would be where I am with my, um, you know, journey in my life. I thought mm-hmm. I'd be married, having kids, um, building a house, the, you know, the quintessential dream every girl has. And I did a complete 180 and the rug was swept underneath of me or pulled from out from underneath of me, I guess. Yeah. So, um, like Liz said, I have, my ex and I were together, um, since my senior year of high school. And so, yeah, we started because of prom, actually, um, my previous ex broke up with me and they, I was like, you know, what, let's yeah. go with someone. <laughs> Yeah, that one. I um, forgot. Because also I moved my junior year. So I knew you my like freshman and sophomore year. And then I left Pennsylvania. So I wasn't there for like the beginning of this. Yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Great. So I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. I had another, I had another guy that was with for a while. Um, he broke up with me a month before my senior prom. And so then that's when I was like, well, you know, let's just go with this one because we're friends and we'd been friends for a while mm-hmm. and it just kind of started from there and we were inseparable. Uh, we did everything together, um, but I would be lying if I told you I didn't know, already know because he was, I think he was in your grade two. He was two years younger than me. Was he? he also okay. graduated 2013 as well. Okay. So I always kind of knew that in my life, I was a few steps ahead of him just because of age. I was a year mm-hmm. and a half older. Um, I was very ambitious and driven and knew what I wanted to do. And he (laughs) needed a little more guidance. Um, And so, so yeah, we went off to college together. Um, I had gotten a job. Penn State, yeah. Penn State, yeah. We went to Penn State. I was at Penn State first and then I kind of helped him get into, into Penn State as well. And I, for context, um, everyone should know that I kind of did a lot for him. Um, 
taught him how to drive, uh, took him to get his license, helped him get into college, helped him graduate high school with his final research paper. Um, I was kind of like his guiding light for a lot, which, you know, when you love somebody and you are there and you're willing to commit to them, those things don't matter to you. Mm -hmm. You know, if you succeed, I succeed. And that's kind of the mentality that I had throughout the entire relationship, um, kind of up until the end. Um, then I realized that he was, there was a lot of weight holding me back, but we'll get there. Um, so I, um, I helped him out with a lot. So yeah, we ended up going to Penn state. I graduated in 2017. Um, Mm -hmm. and he was not doing so hot when it came to academics. And I decided that I wanted to get a, um, a job down here in Florida. My parents live here in Pensacola, Florida. So I wanted to be in the same state closer to them. Mm -hmm. And he had an option. He said, are you, are you going to stay in Pennsylvania, finish your school? Are you going to come to Florida and join me? Are you going to work down there? You're going to go to school. What are you going to do? And um, the decision was made for him to come with me to Florida uh, with no job and completely dropping out of college. Okay. And so um, that sets the scene also for things to happen later on. Um, So we uh, decided to come down here in Florida and started from ground zero broke fresh out of college kids with, you know, very little to our name. And I continued on with my career. I'm a teacher. So um, I was, you know, working all the time and he had, he didn't have a job yet and I was very busy and he wasn't. So it's a lot of discrepancies um, with our time and our time together. 2017, we'd moved in June and in July, I had found out that he had actually cheated on me with one of his clients at his gym. Wait, Um, in 2017? Yes. Yes. So in 2017, I was a month after we had moved to Florida, we just moved across the country together. And I found out he had cheated on me with one of his clients. And that was a slap in the face. I never, never thought, I mean, mind you, he didn't do anything for himself. Like I did a lot for him. So I never thought he even had it in him to consider how to cheat, how to yeah, right. scheme behind the scenes or lie or anything like that. So in 2000, yeah, it was right, right when we had moved down here, we decided we we're going to start from ground zero. Like, okay, let's like date again. At this point we had been together for 2017. We started dating six years. So five, Holy six years. Shit. Yeah. Um, and so we, so yeah, how did decided, you forgive him? How did, how so do we, you, we started from ground zero. We, we said, okay, we're going to, we're going to pretend we're not dating. He slept in another room. I slept in another room. We went on dates again. We re like learned each other. I remember we were at dinner one time and I was like, so tell me about your siblings. How many siblings do you have? Tell me about your parents. Six like, years really? into a relationship. And, oh my God. Yeah, six years. And I will say when it happened, I, that was my batshit crazy moment. That was a, we wrestled over the phone. Like, give me your fucking phone. I want to see who it is. I want to know every detail about it. That was my like angry girl moment. Were you ever like that before while dating him? I would say before I wasn't ever controlling. I would be, Oh, I would let him know like, Hey, I don't like that you're following this person or I make this person makes me uncomfortable or that you're liking and things like that on social media. Mm -hmm. But I was never like in his phone. Um, we knew everything. Like my face could open up his phone. We have each other's passwords. So it's not like he was hiding. I mean, he was hiding everything, but he was hiding it really well. Damn. Snapchat. (laughs) Um, killer. (laughs) Fucking get you. Um, so, 
so I had found everything out and he was actually deciding whether or not he was going to go back to Pennsylvania or if he was going to stay in Florida and we were going to start again. And so it made him, he made the decision to stay. Okay. And even though he stayed, he was still talking to this girl <laughs> just to let you know how much of a fucking dumbass I was. He was still talking to this girl over Snapchat. And as our, let's take a step back and get to know each other. I accepted it because technically weren't together. We had taken a break and we're starting again. Damn. And so the other thing is she's up in Pennsylvania and we're here in Florida. And yeah. so the most they were doing is like sending Snapchats to each other. Um, and it was a one-time occurrence and it happened a month before we moved. So um, that was, we started from ground zero and we really strengthened our relationship and kind of learned each other again. Um so this is six years into our relationship throughout this time, I had continued to excel in my career. I had gotten my master's degree. I started my doctorate nice. degree. Fuck I yeah. was doing the damn thing, um, which yeah. most people from the outside would be like, shit, she has the fiance, or the, well, at the time, the boyfriend, she has mm-hmm. the life together. She's excelling in her career. Everything's peachy. She is. And yeah. It, the job left her hometown in Florida. Yes. Moving on. Oh yeah. Cause I watched it. I exactly and everyone thought they're like everything's so put together monica's got it under control Mm -hmm. i did not have it under control um career i did i mean i did really well in my career but when it came to my relationship with him it was still the same dynamic of i had the initiative i had the drive i wanted more i wanted to grow Mm -hmm. um and together you know i wanted to build together Mm -hmm. and i didn't i can't necessarily discredit him and say that he didn't want that it was i think just a matter of him always being steps behind me. And so he mm-hmm. didn't really know how to step into that role of being the more, um, I don't know what I'm trying to say, like, I don't want to say the alpha role. Cause I don't want to say the, yeah. the masculine role either. Cause it's not yeah. necessarily like a gender thing, but yeah. it's more so the, the, the one kind of taking the wheel, you know, when mm-hmm. driving the car. Yeah. So, um, he never could step into that. It was, it was mainly me that then put a lot of pressure on us. I was the one um, who got us apartments and decided to get a house and we didn't buy the house together. Thankfully, uh, we nice. rented a house together. Um, okay. but it was a, it was definitely the step in the direction of, okay, marriage is coming. Engagement mm-hmm. is coming. Yep. At the time we got the house, we were together for eight years, nine years. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, eight years. Um, so we're together in the house and of course, like any girl, I'm like, where's the ring? when's it coming? Yep. <laughs> S- sending the rings to him. Yep. Like I love this style, whatever it may be. And again, we were in a really good spot. I should also say that his, at this point, his career, he had become, he was a personal trainer. So that's why okay. I said he had, met, uh, he had messed with one of his clients. Okay. He had started working at a gym when he was still in Pennsylvania. And then he mm-hmm. started working as a personal trainer here in Florida. Gotcha. And so, um, so yeah, the rings coming, but personal trainers don't make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was again, like me, like how much can I afford to help yeah. him pay for my ring? Yeah. Um, things again, that when you love somebody you're willing to accept. Yeah. So finally, um, the ring COVID comes, of course, pandemic. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, I guess he had purchased the ring during the pandemic. Cause there's all sorts of sales going on. Right. And <laughs> everyone's like, you guys are stuck in home, get engaged. Let's exactly. go. This is a make or break. <laughs> it really is a make or break. Yeah. We ended up quarantining with my parents, um, which he had been, obviously we've been together for so long. So it really wasn't any kind of weird. He's yeah. part of the family. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've been quarantining with my parents for, it was 
four months, three, four months, um, that we were up in Pensacola. And when we came back, um, things were kind of like, we were getting into the swing of things again. I had to go back to work. And so did he, yeah. and it was weird, especially as a personal trainer, he didn't work while we were quarantining. He yeah. Like, train. Yeah. That same year. Um, so it was on my birthday, which would have been a year ago from now. Um, okay. so 2020, 2020, November, okay. 2020. Um, the, my birthday's in November 27th. And so it was the day before my birthday, which was Thanksgiving. Um, he had, I didn't, obviously didn't know. So he this is right. almost going to be like a year to date because you posted that this, this real thing on the 29th of November last year. I post, well, I posted the real on my birthday, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. a year from the, my birthday's okay. the 27th. Okay. Yeah. So, um, tracking. so it's okay. <laughs> long, <laughs> long timeline, 10 years. Um, so it was Thanksgiving and we had made some friends on here, uh, especially with him being at, um, the gym that we were a lot of clients and trainers that he'd worked with that we'd made friends with. And one of them was a couple we were super close with and actually lived 11 houses down from us. So we did a lot okay. of things together with them and we were at their house for Thanksgiving and I said, you know, we're always together. We never look cute. We never dress up. Can we please, um, you know, my buddy just walked in, but you're good. <laughs> it's okay. Um, can we please, uh, you know, dress up and take pictures and like actually prove that we have a life outside of work. Right. And so he used that as the opportunity to propose to me at their house in their front yard. Uh, okay. It wasn't it. Like, this is kind of when, <laughs> when I knew that were you I expecting was- it? I was expecting it was going to happen by the end of the year because I kind of gave him, I don't want to say an ultimatum, but I was like, bro, (laughs) it's been like 10, nine years, almost 10 years. What are we doing? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. At this point, like, come on, there's no excuse for us to not have that. We have the house, we have the dogs, we have the life that we're building. Mm -hmm. Why is that not coming? I was very much in the mentality that rings fix things. Um, Mm, okay. Again, we didn't necessarily have a bad dynamic. He was my best friend and he was the person I did everything with. Um, we, but we very much had an unbalanced dynamic with the fact that again, I was the one with the reins on things. I was the one that was controlling things and he was just kind of along for the ride. I I always said that I was in the driver's seat and he was in the back kicking it. Um, Mm. so so he proposed to me and it was the most, um, uneventful propo- proposal ever. Oh, shit. It was <laughs> nothing what I wanted it to be. We oh. actually got into an argument over my pants because. So oh my time, God. <laughs> another thing that happens when you're in a relationship for this long. And, um, at least, at least what happened to me is that I lost myself. Like mm. I, I had gained a lot of weight. Like I was just not like necessarily putting a lot of emphasis. And like, like you said, like I body, I was a bodybuilder. Like I was, yeah, I remember watching that journey. Holy shit. Yeah. That was insane. Oh my God. College student working full time, going to school full time. And then now I'm a bodybuilder. Right. (laughs) What else is new? (laughs) Um, Amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, and he's in a fitness too, obviously. Mm -hmm. So, but I had like, just completely lost myself. I had put on a lot of weight. COVID also didn't help with that. Yeah, um, of course. I wasn't confident in myself. I was very nasty, um, just very short fuse because I just wasn't really happy with myself. Yeah. Um, that took a toll on him and in our relationship as well because my patience was running thin with him doing things, taking the initiative. Yeah. And it's funny because someone had asked me the other day about like if I'm romantic and what's the most romantic thing that I ever done. 
And oh, I think I love that. I, I know. I think I'm super romantic, but I also think I'm romantic in my ideas and not necessarily in my follow through mm. because I never, I always felt like I was putting in more effort into the relationship in some other capacities that I was waiting for him to bring the romance. Yeah. Like I was waiting for him to like bring me flowers on a random day or, you know. Yeah, so what are your take- love languages? Um, acts of service and yep. word and quality, quality. Yeah. Acts okay. of service and words of affirmation. Yep. No, I'm no, not- sorry. Quality time. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel you. My, my top two are, um, words of affirmation and acts of service. So I feel you on that. Right. Nothing beats like coming home and dinner's ready. Like right? <laughs> come on, why do I have to think about dinner. You've been here all day. Right. So, um, so yeah, that definitely took a toll on us. Um, and kind of a side story, one of the funny things I like to tell people, especially when I'm telling you about this story, is every Valentine's Day, for the most part, I can't say every single one, but most Valentine's Days, Valentine's Days, Valentine's Days. Um, <laughs> I mean, you had like 11 of them or whatever. That's why. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is, um, honestly, this is the first one that I won't be receiving, Yellow Roses and Reese's. Damn. Because that was the only thing that I got every Valentine's Day for 10 years. Damn. Yellow Roses and Reese's. And it was like clockwork. Um, I would say, and not to discredit him, there was maybe one or two times where I was like, hmm, look at you. <laughs> you yeah. know, he we got into an argument and he brought me flowers. But I mean, that was like a dime a dozen. That was, it was not very many. Yeah. So the, so we got into an argument the day of the proposal um, because okay. at the time, I like I said, I was not feeling myself. I was very confident and it wasn't, I didn't have a lot of pants that fit me comfortably mm-hmm. for one pair of pants and I was going to wear them. He decided to run a load of laundry oh, as no. I'm, I'm cooking the turkey for Thanksgiving. Like we're getting, we're going to get ready to go. And he chooses to run a load of laundry and throws in the only pair of pants that I can that wear. You feel for, comfortable in. I feel comfortable in, in the washer. So I had oh, to wear <laughs> So, I mean, when I was, again, at this point in our relationship, And again, with my personal things, I just wasn't a nice person. Like I'd gotten really nasty and I was belittled him. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, how stupid are you to put a load of laundry? We're leaving for Thanksgiving dinner. What are you doing? So, you know, I obviously, like I said, that's definitely some soul searching I've been doing after the breakup, Mm -hmm. but, um, yeah. So we went to the dinner and I wore, my hair wasn't washed. My hair was in a bun. I was wearing a sweater. I didn't like, I was wearing jeans. I hated, like I hated everything about what I was wearing. Yeah. And he, there's nothing worse than that. Ugh. And he actually had to go back to the house to get something. And that's when he got the ring. So in his mind, we had just argued. He knows I don't feel, cause I've said, I'm like, I don't like what I'm wearing. I'm going to take these pictures. I don't like it. But he thought this is a good time to go get the rig and propose. Men are so stupid. Just because there's going to be a camera around. Like, I think there, we have cameras on our phones all the time. Like yeah. we could have done any other Oh time. no, oh no. And he was friends with a photographer. He was like, like he had resources. He just yeah. didn't do it. And that's just the epitome of him falling short on many yeah. things. Um, so he didn't even tell the couple that he was going to propose. She's the girls taking pictures of us. Cause he said, Hey, let's just do like a couple pictures, us two. And then you guys, and all of, a, all of a sudden she puts the phone down cause she was done. And then he like turns over, does the whole, you know, will you spend the rest of your life with me? Will you marry me? Whatever. And I'm in complete shock. Cause again, I, this is what I wanted. Like I, I yeah. want the ring. I want the, the marriage. I want the kids, all that. Um, so I was in shock and everything, all the arguments and everything was put aside. Um, but then afterwards I reflected, I was like, that really was not what I wanted and not, I'm 
I'm so glad that that's not the actual one, you know? Yeah. Um, so we were engaged. That was in November. And yes. that's important to know because okay. we started, we decided that we were going to get married on our 11 year anniversary, which would be this coming April. Um, okay. It would have been April, 2022, April, 2022. Okay. Um, would have been our, um, when we so were you get engaged married. November of 2020, 2020. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Tracking. Yeah. Um, so we start and we decide, you know, we've been together for a long time. Let's do a destination wedding. So we were going to get married in Mexico. Um, we had picked the venue. I was doing whole nine. I full, full dive into wedding planning. Mm-hmm. It was, um, I had noticed things had started to get kind of like, Hey, what's your opinion on this? I'm not sure. I'm gonna have to think about it. Like he wasn't as like gung ho about yeah. wanting to give his opinion. Um, April of 2021, um, was our 10 year anniversary Mm -hmm. and we had decided, okay, we've been together for 10 years. What are we going to do? Like, what are, what are we going to celebrate and commemorate this? Mm -hmm. We're engaged. We're going to get married, whatever. And we decided after 10 years to get matching tattoos. So we lasted 10 years with nothing, no tattoo. We talked about it. We had all these plans. And after 10 years, we got in matching tattoos. What'd you get? Um, it is a ampersand, which is an and oh, symbol. Oh, I have an and too. Funny. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Back of my leg. I can't. That's so cool. Yeah. So we had, we, it was the whole concept was, we even had a hashtag for our wedding, which was, um, well, I, I don't know if I could say with his last name, but it was like always and forever, but it had like our names in there. Gotcha. Um, but, and we always had this thing where like, I'm going to love you forever and ever and ever. Like there's no yeah. ending to it. That's like, mm-hmm. you know, the and symbol. Yeah. I love and that. The, and the way in which, like, I mean, I planned it out. So like when we were on our wedding day, we could take pictures because the way it's positioned on my arm and like the way it was positioned on his arm, it, like we went together. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful thought process that I went through. Um, uh-huh. So again, important, important to know <laughs> that we um, spent 10 years together, no tattoo fine on the 10 year anniversary, we went and got them done. This is April. June comes around and, um, his mom, we're going to do wedding dress shopping and we fly his mom down for, um, wedding dress shopping. And so she comes from Pennsylvania and the whole nine we are, she's in it. Everything is the whole process. So that's the surface level. What was actually happening in the background was I would say around mother's day, which happens what in May, early May Yep. around mother's day. Uh, I don't exactly remember what had sparked it, but we had, it was, there's an argument. I remember he had said, I had told him, I said, I'm not feeling a love from you. Like, I'm not mm. feeling like you love me right now. Like what, what's different? Like I'm not getting as much attention or like whatever it may be. And his excuse is always, he was tired. He, he didn't, you know, I had a lot going on. He was up early, late night, so on and so forth. Typical. So very typical. And again, <laughs> I thought in my naivety naivete however you say that being just dumb (laughs) that he was that was the whole truth I mean we had he had cheated once we had fixed things we were engaged you were committed you got down on your knee like there was no reason for me to question things um so around May was when that spark started that conversation and it had just been dwindling since then so may the conversation started and in june we're full arguing like are we going to be together like what is happening are we going to call off the engagement and his mom still comes to do dress shopping oh lord 
So we do, we do the whole experience of the dress shopping and the entire time there were moments like everyone else was crying when I tried on a dress and, and you I, were just, I couldn't cause I knew damn. like deep in my heart that it wasn't going to happen. Like, what were you trying I, to tell yourself? Just like, no, these aren't my, like, if you, was, if you knew, right. Like, it, I, I think it was more so like, I picked a dress that I found and it was beautiful and it was exactly what I pictured. And I put that dress on and I was like, why is it not mm. clicking for me? And, um, I put another dress on and my mom was in tears and my sisters were in tears and it just wasn't clicking. I even had did this whole, like walk down, pretend I'm walking down the aisle and everyone's in full tears. And I, I, I cried that moment, but afterwards I realized I cried. Cause I knew like I wasn't going to get married. Like Damn. I'm fighting for my relationship right now and mm-hmm. I'm trying on dresses. Something's not right. Yeah. So, um, so meanwhile, um, he had, he was doing his thing. He was working for trying to figure himself out what he wanted to do. Maybe just taking a step back. It was around May that we decided to like sleep in separate rooms. Like, why don't you just go take a break and like, we can give, give each other more space if we need it. Okay. So, um, at the time the, the, he had worked at the gym and I had worked at the gym too, that he worked at as, um, they had like an event that they do regularly. And I had, I helped coordinate that event. So I was there sometimes, or I'd work out at the gym. So I knew everyone. I knew people at the, at the front desk, the managers, owners, all of that. Mm-hmm. And you know how you just like, know when something's something like, well, well, not like when someone, you meet someone, they just rub you wrong. You're like, mm-hmm. mm, I don't know what it is about that person. Oh yeah. Or you watch a dynamic and you're like, they have malintention. Like whether or not they know the malintention, they have the, like, you know, it's like in there somewhere. Yeah. So there was, um, a person in particular that I said, I was like, I don't like them. I don't like her at all. And, and of course he, was, um, you know, he had to be cordial. He had to work with her and he had to work with the people. And so I understood. And he was, again, I had access to everything. I didn't think he had it in him to hide anything again. So we were having our full arguments, whatever. And one day we had, it was, we had two bathrooms in our house and the other one was like being cleaned or something. So I had to use the other bathroom as that was the bathroom he was using. So I went there, his watch was there. And so like Apple watch. His Apple watch. Yes. His Apple watch is there. Oh, and fuck. so, so, you know, that you can get your text messages, even if uh-huh. it's not like, connected. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't look, I didn't go clicking on things. A notification had popped up that that girl had messaged him and had texted him. And I'm like, Hmm, this doesn't seem right. We're mm-hmm. having arguments and you don't ever talk to this person or about this person. Why is it that now? And I did know they worked together in the morning sometimes. And he would say, oh yeah, I just sat and talked to the so-and-so. Um, we just chatted about whatever. And I, again, didn't think anything of it. You would talk to everyone else. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So I called him out on it. And I, I with the watch in hand, walked straight to did him. Did you open I, the text message? Um, no, I didn't open the text. Oh yeah, okay. yeah I did. I did. And it was a, she had sent a screenshot of a DM from a guy. Oh, this is also when it kind of rubbed me wrong. She had sent a screenshot from, of a DM from a guy. And apparently the guy was trying to give her advice on how to do a pull up. He had like swiped up on her story or something. Mm-hmm. And my ex got defensive. He's like, I'm going to have to like tell him to back off of you or something like that. I was like, why, why do we care? Yeah. Right. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> like, 
exactly she Ew. looks fucking stupid doing the pull-up anyways like oh, he's God. not wrong yeah um so I walked I took the watch right to him and I said explain I told you I didn't like this person we're going through this mm-hmm. Tell me what's and happening. they make you feel like you're crazy of when course. that happens yeah that is the worst that is the fucking worst absolutely same My thing favorite. with me yeah they go he goes she just knows we're having issues. She's a friend. She's helping me out. Yeah, bullshit. Yeah, helping you out in certain types of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. So, so we, so I was like, okay, cool. Sounds great. If that's, if one of the issues that we have that we were working on was my, the way in which I approach situations, because I would be very short fused and open communication. And so we both said, we're going to work on those things. And that's what we did. So I was like, okay, I trust you. If we're working on this and you're telling me she is nothing, I'm going to trust you. I'm gonna tr- yeah. Damn good on you. Exactly. We remember we were, t- we were trying to rebuild. So I was trying to be yeah, yeah. understanding. I, I was such a big person, such a fool. So the, um, so that was that. And then weeks go on, days go on. Same thing. Just kind of he's sleeping in the other room. I'm sleeping in the other room. We're still getting to arguments. He'd come home from work and we would just sit and just talk. And you could just tell he just wasn't in it. And I'm over here thinking like, okay, I can do this. I can fight for my relationship. I, I'm not dumb enough and, and too proud to say that I was perfect in the relationship. Like I said, Mm -hmm. I had a short fuse, like I'm Latina, like I am a powerhouse if I want to be a powerhouse. And Mm -hmm. that's very much how it turned out to be. The dynamic was very off. So I knew I had to work on things and I was working on things. So I had my hopes up. Again, also, I agreed to go dress shopping. Then it was, I want to say, I know I can tell you the exact date. It was June 28th, uh, 2021. And I, something in my bones, I was just, something in my gut was like, you need to go snoop. You need to snoop. I had been denying it. I had been denying it. I'd been, I'm like, no, there's no way, whatever. We're working on things. And there would be little glimpse of hope. Like he would ask me like before he just kind of was like, I don't want to talk to you now. It's, Hey, are you hungry? Did you eat? You know, do you want to watch a movie together? So I'm like, okay, here we go. We're going to build again. Um, but something in my gut told me to go snoop. So I first went onto his Instagram from, from the computer, like just went on Instagram.com and logged in and he had gotten a notification. (laughs) He's like, did you, I'm like, this is the turn. This is where it's all about to go down. This is it. This is how this is how it ends. Okay. Um, so he, he gets a notification on his phone that someone had logged into Instagram and I ignored his text message. Cause I knew if I'm going to snoop. Oh, cause it sent him to his yeah, phone, you get- like a security alert thing. Correct. Correct. So he had texted me after I logged in and said, Hey, did you do this? Or did you go- log into my Instagram? And you're like, nah, I just ignored it. Cause <laughs> I knew, I knew he knew. Like <laughs> he, yeah. And- I, it should be noted that when we were having these conversations and trying to rebuild or whatever it may be, I told him, I said, just so you know, I'm probably the smartest person, you know, if I wanted to find something out, I will find it out. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I know, I know. And, um, and so, yeah, I, I did. And I, I went into his Instagram and I saw the girl's best friend had, had messaged, they were messaging back and forth with my ex, a best friend with, with Max. And she was saying like, Oh, like, I didn't know that you and her were like doing this, whatever. He goes, you should have known already. And the him and the other chick. Yeah. We'll get to the details on that. Oh shit. 
so this is what I read how I didn't know that you guys were like talking or whatever. And he says, well, you should have already known, like almost, almost like you saw it coming. And she had said, she's like, I mean, I can fight, but I would not fuck with Monica. And this man has the audacity to say, I wouldn't worry about her. When I the tell you, fuck? when I tell what does you, that even it, mean like as if he can hide it, like, oh, yeah, like, like Monica can't do anything. Yeah, but he's an idiot. Mind you, again, going back to the fact that I built everything, everything was in my name. That how mm. my name was the first one on the lease. Both of the cars we had were mine. I like everything was mine because he had nothing. He didn't make a lot of money. What and an I was idiot. And so I was like, bet, let's come on, let's go. I then so that's like, all you see at this point. At this point, at this point, all I see is this. And but I the say, best friend is messaging about her friend in him. That's so weird. I think it, they had another conversation and then it was like, oh, by the way, I haven't talked to you about this. Oh, okay. I see. I see. Um, it, it was the first time they had like talked, I think in, the, in a little bit. And I had snooped cause I knew it was like, I knew it was her. So I snooped for her messages and there was nothing there. Cause he deleted I them. Th- I think the moment that he got the notification, he went and deleted he went, it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So then I was like, he had an iPad and I knew I can go into the iPad and get this information. Mm -hmm. So he, at the time we, cause we, cause we were kind of, he was in another room in his nightstand before he had his iPad and all this stuff. He had taken it and put it under the bed in the other room. And again, thinking that he could fucking hide it from me. I'm like, (laughs) no, you can't hide it from me. Um, And if you are like, I'm going to find it. Yeah. Um, What the fuck? So I found his iPad plug that bad boy in and now he's getting notifications that say someone's logged into your ipad or your your phone number is now used on an ipad for so he's not home at the moment he had about an hour's left of work before he was going to be home oh he's shitting his pants shitting his pants so again he texts me he's like did you log into my ipad i ignore it i'm not messaging him back at all He's calling me. I'm not answering. Oh, at all. he knows. He knows. He knows. <sighs> so oh, shit. I go into, and this is when this is it. I go into the iPad, go into the messages. It took a little bit to like render because it had been dead for a while okay. since uh, I think like February. Um, and it's now June. So I go in, I let it load up and I find their text messages from the year prior, whatever it may be. Come to find out he had started this relationship in October, a month before he proposed to me. Oh, they're like together. Like sleeping together in October, a month before he proposed what to me. What the fuck? Uh, January of 2021 was quite the hot, hot month for them because I got all of their dirty text messages throwing you in the back of the Jeep. I want to do this to you. My, oh, I'm sorry. The Jeep is mine, by the way. My oh. car. That was taken to his job. Um, the car that was my dream car that I worked my ass off to yeah, get. Fuck yeah, you did. He would take to to work, throw her in the back of the Jeep at his job, in the showers, at his job, in the office, at his job, with this child. Mind you, she's 20, she was 21 at the time. Jesus 21. Christ. He's he was 26. I was 28, you know, like minor <laughs> she's yeah. a minor um Yikes. and so so she so I found all their text messages like 
her calling her daddy, her calling him daddy. And like, it was what the fuck? It was horrible. So if you actually, on and the she reel, knew you, she knew me. She knew we were engaged. She knew what everything. a fucking idiot. She was also in a relationship with a guy for five years and they she ended was cheating on him too. She was cheating on her boyfriend at the time Ew. too. So whenever I found all of this, I screenshot that him. shit, send it to him. Let's go. So actually, if you look in the reel that you're talking about, oh, I saw you scroll through something. That I was, trying- was the moment that was when I found it on, on the iPad and I took a, I recorded it on my yeah. phone so I could go back and read it later. I think I was trying to like pause it or something. Cause I, I watched that video. Like, I don't even know how many times, <laughs> like seriously. Cause I was like, no, I cannot believe it. And I was like, this has got to be fucking epic. Yes. And yeah. So, okay. I remember that part. People are going to go on your Instagram and look at this highlight reel. That's, that's, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Epic. It is so epic. Um, so I, um, so I took a screen recording. I grabbed his iPad and I sat my happy ass in the kitchen and I waited and I waited for him to come home and he came home within 30 minutes and the iPad was just sitting there. And I said, let's talk. And because what I did had, he do? He just sat down with his head down. He, he just like he a knew, puppy with his tail, like a legs. fucking puppy. And it's funny because like I said, back in 2017, when it happened, that was my, that was my angry girl. Cause you know what? I don't remember the phrase, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on shame me. On whatever me. Yeah. The phrase. yeah. So the first time I'm going to fight, I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm angry, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to be the fool. Now you're the yeah. one that's going to look fucking stupid. And so I sat there and I said, I want to know everything. When did it start? Where, how, who initiated it? All of it. And he gave me every single detail. What did he say? He initiated it. So she didn't even come after him. He initiated it. Um, he just wasn't happy and he was looking for happiness elsewhere. And, you and know, he didn't all think to stupid... talk to you. Exactly. That was the whole point. He was too much of an immature child. And with... a pussy. And too much of a pussy to just tell me that, Hey, I'm having issues in our relationship. I'd like to work through them with you. Yep. Oh Um, my God. Yeah. So June 28th was the final day. And this is the part, um, that I almost like breaks my heart a little bit. And Mm -hmm. the part that, um, I think I'm going to hold on to for, for a while Okay. when we finally like said, okay, we're done. We're done. And Oh, I gave him an ultimatum, uh, a decision. I said, we can wash clean. We're engaged again. How I know, do you do this? I, I need some mental. I need to hear what what your reasoning is behind this because holy shit, twice you would do that again. I know, and I think why this, because I didn't see my value. I, I to me, I had engulfed myself in this relationship. He was. You were like, we've been together so long. Like this is. I didn't. And at the time, I was. 40 pounds, 50 pounds heavier than I am now. And not that weight is anything, but for me, someone who was a bodybuilder who, you know, I did have to worry about what I looked like in that capacity. That shit messes with you. You know, like you lose your confidence when you're heavier and your clothes don't fit and you're, you're angry and you're sad at yourself because you're the one that did it to you. And so I never thought that I could get better than this, which is really sad. And damn. I honestly thought that that's the sad truth that I feel like a lot of girls feel though, too. A hundred percent that you, you settle. And like I said, you, 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 when you love someone, you're willing to, to settle for these things and, and, you know, pay a price that you wouldn't necessarily pay for other people losing yourself. And, um, so at the time I was just like, you know what, we're engaged. We, I finally get, I finally get what I wanted the ring. 
that like, mm-hmm. listen, at the end of the day, we're best friends. I'll do this life with you. Like, you don't want to say you go cheat on me, but we will do this life together. We so can you wash say that, clean. Yeah. You say that to him again for the second time. We, we can, can wash, wash this clean. clean. What does he say? Or we are done. And he goes, I don't love you the same way I loved you before. We're done. I said. And you did what? I said, sounds great. Sounds great. I thank you. Thank you for your time. I, we got up, I hugged him. And that was the moment I cried. I didn't oh, cry at yeah. all. I didn't cry at all. When I found it nothing, I just, I think it was more so like, damn, I fucking knew. I knew yeah. this was happening <laughs> I and I confirmed it. Knew it. Yep. Exactly. Oh. And then, so I cried hugging him because I said, you need to take care of yourself. You're, you've never been an individual. You've never been an independent. You need to grow into your own as an independent human. I've done everything for you. Your mom's done everything for Damn, you. Damn, you're being way too kind. Holy shit. And I said, I, I hugged him. I said, just please, at the end of the day, take care of yourself. I. Did he cry? Well, what was his, what was his, what he was cried. his He did cry at that, at that time. And he thanked me. He said, thank you for making me into the person that I am today. Damn. And, like I said, that's the moment, like that's, that's the little tidbit that I hold on to from yeah. him. Um, I mean, because it's yeah, true. Holy shit. It's true. I made him into the person he is and everything about him down to the clothes that he wears, the like his hairstyle. Like I helped him become a human. He was this scrawny little shrimp. <laughs> back yeah. in high school. You remember him? He was oh, like yeah. <laughs> tiny little nugget. And then, you know, I helped him kind of bloom into a human, into an adult. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to say the word man. Cause I would not, no nope. man should do the things that he did. Yeah. Um, so that was it. We kind of, we said we're, we're done. So what does and he do? He packs up his shit and leaves or what's the deal at the time? He, um, we were still like in the, in the rooms and I had to decide, am I going to renew my lease? It's June end of June. And the lease was up in September. So I was okay. like, what am I going to do for the house? So what mm-hmm. am I going to do? I'm going to stay there. I'm going to get a roommate. And like, I don't know. I was honestly, I was contemplating having him stay as a roommate. My, my mom actually gave me this. She's like, just you then become the landlord and have him pay you and like, you know, go from there. Yeah. I think you guys are friends, but it's just not romantic anymore. And so are you guys still friends? No. Okay. I'm about to say girl. Whoa. (laughs) No, we're not. Um, which again, kind of, I don't want to say it saddens me because I don't necessarily need him in my life. Um, but he is now with that girl two weeks later after I stopped. Yes, ma'am. I didn't, I didn't know if I figured this was going to be a cheating scenario. I knew well enough of that, <laughs> but oh yeah, I went and I was like, oh, yes. okay. But I didn't know if it was the same girl, if what I just know, knew that he was with somebody. And so I was like, yes. oh shit. Okay. Two, I would say about two weeks later, he had asked her to be his girlfriend officially. And what makes me laugh is she's so fucking stupid. <laughs> to agree you this man was engaged two weeks ago and whether or not he's romantically attached to me or, or not this man he can't spent provide 10 years with you. you he had nothing nothing i kept the house i kept the dogs i kept the cars i kept everything the cars the car that he was using was mine from college like that's my car give it back to me and i ended up selling it and you know whatever else but he had nothing he had the the uh, one of our friends, the one that was there for the engagement, had a pocket, had a front, a deposit for him just so he can get a car for his own because he had no money. He had nothing, absolutely nothing. But the so this girl's like, yeah, I love you. We should definitely do this. This is the dream. Absolutely. That's when, like you are equally as stupid as he is. Yeah. So God. 
I know. So we, um, we spend the next few months kind of separating things. I had started talking. So you're to still a living together. Yeah. Technically. Yes. But okay. we didn't yeah, really I lived see. with my ex for like six months as God awful. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> I had started talking to someone and, oh, shit. um, I know it was, I don't want to say it was a rebound, but it was a rebound because at the time yeah, I didn't so- feel like it. You know, I didn't feel like, oh, I'm rebounding from something. I just was, this guy's cute. We're vibing. Like, let's go for it, you know? So your reaction to the breakup is like, cool, pack your shit, get the fuck out. But also let me figure out this whole living situation with like rent and like blah, 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 blah. But you're still living together. But you're like, cool, like, you're like, okay, fuck this, whatever. Right. And just, I will, yeah, I will say that. I cried a lot in the months leading from May to June, like that whole month of May and a whole month of June was every single night when I would go to bed alone, knowing he was in the room over. That's when I was like, oh, this fucking sucks. Like, you know, I hate this. Like, I I wish that we could fix things. I would ask him, can you please just sleep in the bed? Like, I miss you. And he would just be like, no. He was like, I don't feel comfortable. Like, I don't want to. I want to sleep over here. And my dumb ass was like... He just needs a space. Oh, um, God. Yes. So you guys like weren't act- like having sex or like hooking up. Honestly, that was the biggest, one of the bigger things of an issue because I was so, I didn't feel confident in myself and I was so yeah. engulfed in my career. We didn't have sex very often. And okay. I would say things, I would say like, I feel bad that like we wouldn't have a lot of sex. And he would just be like, no, like I totally understand totally understand you're busy. Like he would show, like he would be understanding when reality you, you took that as him being like supportive and being like, exactly. okay, he gets, and meanwhile, he's just railing out a fucking 21 year old. Exactly. That's exactly Ew. it. And of so, course he's going to be like, Oh, it's fine. No biggie. I got, I got this chick on the side. Oh my God. So we spent some time, you know, trying to separate and do all that stuff and, and, you know, figure, figure it out. I, um, got my own place for the first time. Um, you know, I had to do a lot of things on my own for the first time. So you see out your lease. Yes. Living I see with out my okay. lease in September, all the way through September. Okay. And I was the one dealing with the landlord, the, the person that owned the house of, and all that stuff. And, having to tell him what to do. Like, Hey, I need this. We're busy separate, separating bank accounts and account and everything. We had, everything was combined. Yeah. So we had to separate Holy everything. Fuck. It took a, it took a minute. And that's when, you know, I kind of got angry, um, with, with it all. I first started angry. Don't fucking mm. talk to me. Oh, yeah. I don't want to do anything with you. Like go fuck yourself. And then I started talking to this guy and the guy, I was going to bring the guy over Oh shit. House, whose ex's stuff is in the room over. So, um, I was like, you know, I think I should play nice because I would have to ask him, my ex, like, Hey, can you not come home today? <laughs> Find somewhere else to stay, like go, stay go your, somewhere else. Your little yeah. friend's house. Oh, I'm sorry. Her mommy and daddy's house. Oh, Jesus um, Christ. Because Yeah. <laughs> she's a child um so yeah and I was like I don't care where the hell you stay apparently he had like stayed in like a hotel in some like really ghetto place of town and all this oh, so stuff. you told him don't come home tonight yeah I was like don't come like I, I need the house 
And Damn, so that's amazing. He he tried to get sympathy. He goes, you know, at the end of the day, this is this was my place too, and it's not fair that you're doing all this stuff. I said, that's really cute that you grew a pair of balls for a second. But <laughs> to try <it's>, to try <laughs> and stick up still, for yourself. <laughs> it's still my spot. So um, I'm going to need you to figure something out. But then he was almost like making it seem like he wasn't going to not stay at the house. Like, I mean, he was going to stay at the house. He wasn't going to leave. So, that, okay, let me play nice because I started to really like this guy. And again, I think I was falling quickly because of everything that was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I said, you know, what, let me play nice. So we sat down, my ex and I, again, not Jesus. in a, we didn't have a conversation of us. It was a, all right, we're going to be straight with each other as friends. He told me about how he took her to dinner, asked Ew. her out, Ew. all this. She, my favorite, she, she was so happy. I was like, mm, I don't know why. <laughs> Not real much she's getting here. Um, and she, and he, and I told him about the other guy. I told him about like, you know, just how I've been and whatever it may be. So we were very amicable. We decided let's do this amicably because it'll be best for everybody. Um, then finally he... When was it? I want to say it was September, August or September, where I was like, all right, I'm leases up. You got to get your stuff out and go. And so I helped. <laughs> I helped him. I said, oh, my God, you I can't with you. No, no, not, <laughs> not in a nice way. I oh, helped. You're him like, like a, I need this to be done. So hurry, what do you what up. do you need me to put in this car for you? Your suitcase. All right. Let me let me get that. Gotcha, suitcase okay, for okay. you. <laughs> let me. Is this yours? All right. Let's put that in the bag. It was very much like skedaddle, you know? Yeah. So I, um, so there was that, and it was this like weird feeling of like, fuck, like now he's really gone. Like he's, I'm really on my own after everything kind of happened with us. Cause it was the 28th July. He had promised that he was going to watch our dogs while I was going to visit my family for two weeks. Okay. So I went and visited my family for two weeks. And when I came back, one of our dogs had, um, was very skinny very skinny. And I rescued this dog from the streets of Ecuador. Like this was my baby. Mm-hmm. And I came back and he was skinny and come to find out that um, he was diabetic. So I don't know if my ex fed him while I was gone. I'm not sure, but his blood sugar was so low that he was like on the verge of death. Damn. So that was um, a situation that we both had to deal with. I told him, I said, Hey, just so you know, Lobel is diabetic. He's in the hospital. And he was ner- He was scared. Well, my ex was scared and cried and was nervous he was going to die. And the girl thought that that was going to be the reason why we were going to get back together. And of course, so then because she's a child and she's immature and yeah. not to, you know, you won the prize, babe. Yeah, <laughs> congratulations. Go for it. <laughs> so um, best months of luck later, to you. Right. September comes. I move mid September, and by the end of September, that dog had died. Um, I came home one day oh, and he, fuck. he was in the process. Like he was heavy taxing text. His breathing was very taxed and uh, whatever the phrase is. And he was in the kitchen and just not, I could tell it was time. Um, oh my so God, I, called. I was not expecting that turn of event. I, I literally just got the chills. Holy shit. I know. And so I call my ex and I say, cause out of respect, like he was his dog for 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, Hey, just so you know, I'm pretty sure that he's dying. So I don't know what you're doing right now, but if you would like to say goodbye to him, I suggest that you come. And so he came and he said goodbye. And we, we sat for hours about an hour or two, just crying on the kitchen floor, petting him, loving him, giving him all the love that we can together. And when he left, uh, my ex left and he said, just let me know if anything happens. 
at three o'clock in the morning was when the dog had like officially passed. Um, and I called my ex up again and I said, he's passed and I need help. Like, it's just my, like, I don't ask you for help or anything, but I need help taking, dealing with this and taking Mm -hmm. care of it and figuring it out. And he came, it was three in the morning and he came and he helped me take him to the vet and do all that stuff. And when we dropped him off at the vet, I gave my ex a hug one more time because we both were crying over this. And he had, like, he's like, I'm very sorry this happened, but thank you so much for like letting me say goodbye. Yeah. We had, a, we have had two Huskies and the second Husky obviously is still alive. And he, my ex had suggested that since it's just him in the middle of the day, if he could come and just say hi to the dog and just take it, you know, take care of him and make sure he's okay. Cause he's now going to have this separation. Mm-hmm. Um, he did that twice. Um, and then he just never showed up and never, never texted me again. My Ever? They just, it was just you like, you literally haven't talked to him since. I mean, once or twice here to be like, Hey, why did this come out of my bank account? <laughs> like, oh, okay. send me my money. Um, that's about the, the extent of it. We were still following each other on social media. Like it wasn't, I, I didn't plan on cutting him out of my life because again, mm-hmm. he was my best friend and yeah. I wanted him to thrive. He wanted me to thrive. So it wasn't any kind of harsh feelings. Like I said, I got through the harsh feelings in 2017. Now it's like, all right, cool. This is my new life and I got to figure it out. Damn. Um, but this is, here's the kicker Oh, yeah. out of nowhere. I see I'm unfollowed. I'm unfriended. I'm blocked on all social media. I'm like, what, what, what did I do? Like, mm-hmm. I didn't do anything. Um, and my prediction, obviously, I don't know for a fact, cause I don't talk to him is this 21 year old. She's 22 now. Now sorry, she's insecure is insecure and yep. is trolling him. And I find it to be the most glorious gift of karma to say you had this life and you now live at the house of a 22 year old with her mommy and daddy and she's controlling you yep and you're 27 so best of luck to you and you know I just kind of I don't feel any kind of way about it I don't miss him I never I never had a moment of like damn I really wish never I never damn but I will say it forced me to do a lot of soul searching. Like I said, yeah. out what I want in a partner. I have, I'm starting from ground zero. Yeah. I've never, I've never dated. Right? I've never dated anybody. And, and it is a crazy world. It is fucking nuts. Let me tell you, Tinder, <laughs> Tinder is a weird place. It is a weird fucking place. I, yeah. Cause I mean, obviously you guys were together for so long, but I dated like my high school early college, like boyfriend for like four years. And then when we broke up and we're still good friends, but, um, that ended great like, or like, not great, but like, we're good. We're cool. He's literally David, my brother's roommate. Like, yeah, we cool. At least I'm cool. That's, I don't know. Whatever. That's awesome. <laughs> um, and then I had like six months in between before I met the ex, the Hawaii, like that whole bullshit. Mm-hmm. So like from ages from 2011 until 2019 I only was like single for six months but I was like young I was like 22 or something where like I just wanted to go and like go out to bars with my girlfriends and shit like that so like I wasn't actively like looking for anybody like I wasn't seeing people I didn't hook up with anybody like nothing because then I met the this past ex Mm -hmm. and then that was another four years so when that happened I was in the same boat I was like okay this is the first I'm 20 what was I 25 years old and this is the first time that I've been like 
single navigating a world where there's like apps to meet people and shit. Like I was like, this is whack. Like I I hate them. I don't have them. I don't use them. They don't do anything for me. I don't meet up with people. Fuck that. It's really fucking weird. I will say I do. I do fall into it mainly for the experiences and I have good for you because again, I mean, I, it was just this past June that all of this happened. So it's, we're True, now yeah. what in, in January. You're not so, even a year in. And not even a year in. Yeah. yeah well, so I, I used them. I downloaded them, but I just said they don't work. No. Yeah. So, me. I mean, I've definitely had my share, fair, my fair share of experiences and hell and yeah. Dates and really weird things going on and because weird then, ass people. And then, all like, that. obviously, like you're, you're single for the first time in like 10, 11 years or whatever. Like, you hadn't dated anybody but him, right? Or other than like your, other than like your early ex in high school, which is like, whatever, doesn't really count. But that was, yeah, that was middle school to high school. And then I dated this ex from high school to now I'm 29 years old. Yeah, so what the fuck? (laughs) Like, what what am I supposed to do with this? And on top of that, like, I'm a, I know I'm a force to be reckoned with when it comes to the dating scene because I have my shit together. Yeah. I shouldn't be on Tinder. I'm getting my doctorate. Like I'm well yeah. in my career. Like I have my own place. Like I'm 29. Yeah. I don't have kids. I don't have drama. Like I know that I'm not, that's not where I should be. So dating is so strange, especially I feel like at this age at 29, because it's yeah. like, I feel like I, I resonate a little bit more with like younger and I've always like uh-huh. been more interested in younger, but then the other ones that are older, a little more mature and can like provide more, like yeah. taking me out on nicer dates. So, yeah. so yeah, it's, it's a crazy world to, um, to date nowadays, but yeah. Yikes. But yeah. So at the end of the day, my ex and I are just done, but the biggest thing, and, and I will forever say I'm grateful to that breakup because I feel, I keep, I keep comparing myself to Pokemon. I feel like okay. I'm in a Pokemon evolving into my final form. Like, you know, All they have right. those, those different, those different I know. I, I don't know much about Pokemon at all, but I work, I work with kids and they are like obsessed with it. So any little bit that I do know is from them, but, <laughs> but yeah, no, they like, they evolve, you know, once yeah. they like have experience, they evolve and they evolve. Uh-huh. And I feel like I was stuck at a plateau in my life. Yeah. I had it going for me in my career and I had it going for me and everything else. But like me as a person secure in who Monica is, I was not okay. And this past however many months has really shown me like I bring a lot to the fucking table and you better be willing to match it. Like my standards have skyrocketed and as they should. And you know, my ex was like, so for example, my ex was like my same height. Mm-hmm. Even though I've always found height to be like attractive, my ex is my same height, and everyone's always now like, "Why are you so picky about like that? Be six foot or taller?" I'm no. like, "Oh my god!" Because <laughs> I was settling for him, and now I have all these options, so I'm and gonna be picky as fuck. That is hilarious because I'm the opposite, where my <laughs> ex is six four or six three six four, and like I used to be like, "Oh my," because yeah, we're ta- we're you're tall too. We're both yeah. tall, but I was always like, "I don't know," like. And I was like super like kind of insecure about it in the past or whatever. And now my boss, actually, my fucking old boss said to me, and he's like tiny. He's like literally like below my shoulder, tiny Hawaiian dude. And (laughs) one day he asked me, he was like, have you ever been with somebody like, like shorter than you? And I was like, honestly, I was like, no, I, I don't think so. Like not really. And he was like, you should try it sometime. He was like, they work harder. That's what he said. I was like, I was like, all right, boss, whatever. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna like test your theory, whatever. 
Oh, facts. Like I was like, yes. okay, I no longer have a height requirement. I don't give a fuck. I was like, I don't get like, now I'm good in myself and like confident where I don't like Hell see yeah. that as like an insecurity of being like, oh fuck, God damn it. Now I'm like, oh, cool. Whatever. Fuck it. Like, and Hell but yeah. that's why it's so funny. Cause we're like the opposite now. Cause you're like, you're like, absolutely. Fuck. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, no, nope. like say, <laughs> whatever I mean, comes along. Thing. Yeah. I'm like, whatever, fuck it. But that's amazing. That that's the whole reel, the whole reel that, you know, kind of like sparked this is mm-hmm. me being like coming into my own because it was yeah. from November of the engagement to November, my 29th birthday. And yeah. it was just all of 2021 was easily the hardest year of my life, but the most quintessential year to yep. me being who I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Cause if it weren't for, I mean, the breakup, losing my dog, trying to figure this out, like all on my own and being truly confident in myself was the only option that I had. Cause while I had a very small circle of people, and that was another thing I learned very quickly who was in my corner and who had my best interest and mm-hmm. who I could trust. Yeah. Um, outside of that small circle, which was five people, I, it was just me, myself and I, and even here in Orlando, like my best friend lives down in South Florida. My parents and my sisters live six, seven hours away from me. Like I don't have family or here in Orlando and I have friends, but it's not the same when you're trying to really soul search. Yeah. So, definitely. um, so yeah, it was, it was, it's still, it can get lonely. I'm not going to say it doesn't, but Mm -hmm. it's, been the best thing of my entire life because I'm so happy with who the hell I am now yeah I I can agree with that as well like I'm I'm like proud of you for being a force like right from the get-go because me oh hell no I was like not I was very (laughs) very unwell for a very long time and like I mean it I mean yeah it took me like well over a year I feel like to truly like get over like I was over him like that wasn't the issue it was more of like a holy shit I trusted this person to like be my all and everything and now now, like I never had trust issues I never know what people would always talk about trust issues and shit like that and I'd always be like what like can't relate whatever and now I'm like now I understand like I get it now unfortunately but um I forget where I was going with that but yeah I did not did not handle it with as much grace. <laughs> That's I for will sure. Say, I will say that it has allowed me to just be so unbothered. Like, you don't mm-hmm. want to talk to me? Cool. Goodbye. Like, yeah. I, I got over this. And if yeah. you don't want, like, goodbye. If you, if you don't want a part of this, if you don't want to talk to me anymore, I'm not chasing people. I'm not exactly. chasing anyone. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. I, again, I, it took me a while to see what I can bring to the table and, and who I, ha- who I am and, yeah. and what I have to offer. And it's pretty fucking great. Right. So if, Isn't it such a freeing feeling? Yes, it, it really is. is. It, yeah, it is. Being secure and being alone has been the biggest challenge. And I still struggle with that a lot. Like mm-hmm. loneliness can hit, yeah. but it's not necessarily loneliness for a relationship, just loneliness in general. Yeah. Um, and, and, I'm secure in that. I'm finding myself wanting to be more secure in who I am by myself and yeah. like, you know, getting rid of that like separation anxiety Absolutely. where I can, I can spend a night alone and not talk to anyone. And that's exactly. okay. Yeah. It's huge. That's huge. I kind of, I kind of feel the same way where it's just kind of like, cause like now it literally is just like you, you're like, and yourself. And it's like, literally I can do what I don't have to consider anybody else in any decision that I make. It's kind of like, it's weird, but it's you amazing. Hit 
you hit it right on the head. That is, I've said that so many times, how nice it is to just make decisions on my own and not have to consider anybody else. And I know for a fact that if, if the day that I meet the person that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with, I'll know because they'll want me, they'll make me not want to be single anymore. Exactly. They'll take me out of that mentality of like, Oh, wow. I really want to spend every single moment with him. Yeah. Not Uh necessarily alone. So I love that. Oh, that's amazing. Fuck. Good for you. I'm, I'm happy for you. I can, you can, you can, I mean, I can see it ever since you released that fucking reel. I'm gonna have to post it or something. Cause when I saw that shit, I knew I was like, Oh shit. It's funny because whenever we ended and like, I started taking him off of my social media and changing pictures and all that stuff, people were like, okay, we knew things ended, Mm -hmm. but then the, like, like you said, like, was it on good terms, bad terms, what yeah. actually happened? No one really knew. Cause I didn't want to like, at the time I was like, I'm not going to put it out there. I don't want to really exactly. make a big scene yeah, out of it. Yeah. Um, but then I just felt so empowered because the journey that I had taken up from June to November of my birthday, I was like, I'm turning fucking 29. I'm single. I'm gorgeous. Like I need the world to know the shit Fuck that I yeah. went through yep. and we're going to, we're going to make sure that it is common knowledge also because he always got away with just being the, Oh, he wouldn't do that. He doesn't have it in him. He's just such, he's such a nice joke. Oh, girl. Everyone thought that he is just this peachy keen yep. little guy that no mm-hmm. one, like no one, he did no harm. And I'm like, yep. no, he did this to me. This was yep. a him action. Yeah. Um, even See? to the point where like, when I posted the real people started talking, his boss then found out and well, they knew kind of, but found out that they were doing it at the, at the gym. So like the real was like the confirmation, the confirmation that everything happened. He's still employed there. Um, which do you ever run into him? No, but I already have the speech ready to go on what it's going to be. I've decided. Okay. Well, I'm very curious because I, it has been over two years and I live on a fucking Island and I have not run into my ex miraculously don't know how I have come very fucking close. I literally got brunch with two of my buddies. Like this was a couple months ago. The host, this is just goes to show how small Hawaii is the host who I know from like years ago comes up to me and he was like, you just missed the ex. And I was like, your ex or my ex. Cause I still didn't know who she was. So I was like, what the fuck? And she was like, your ex blank, his name. He was just here. He just left 10 minutes ago. And I was like, Oh, fucking no and we're on like the fucking side of that because we live on opposite sides and I was like this too close you're you're way too like thank god I missed him and then he came into my fucking bar on a night on a Friday night that I was off thank god but everybody like people know who he is like my coworkers who I'm friends with like they know my story so they like recognized him or whatever and I was like oh and I I don't know how I will react because it hasn't happened so I'm very curious to know what your speech is because I'm like I don't know if I would I, I literally have no idea. I have no idea what I would do. Well, I know for a fact that he's going to be with her because knowing him, exactly. he can't do anything on his own. <laughs> and, you know, she's also a child. So she needs her hand held through life. Um, <laughs> you know, just going to the grocery store. Right. So, so I live five minutes away from his job. So you're bound to run into him at some point. I'm bound. So that's why I had to mentally prepare. If I run into him, I'm, I know that I need to be petty. I have to be petty. really, I, oh I shit. Be, I can't be like, oh my gosh, how are you? I'm literally going to be like, besties, what's going on? Oh Tell me my how's it God. been? 
share life are, are you still together you're still living at have home you cheated on her yet or I was what's, say, what's the deal <laughs> I, was, I see that you're still on snapchat are you oh still my cheating God. yeah I'm very much going to be the queen of petty when it comes to that and make them feel stupid damn so stupid. I, I always thought my my reaction would be that I have absolutely no idea who you are <laughs> just ignore I'm, so, I'm so, huh? are you talking you're talking to me have we met I know they always say like, don't get mad at the girl or whatever. You, you know, when this shit kind of happens, they're like, no, that's like your partner that did that to you or whatever. But at the same time, I'm like, mm. yeah, still mad, still mad, yeah. but y'all deserve each other and best of luck. So she is just as much of a slime as he is. Mm-hmm. Um, they, like you said, they both deserve each other. Um, yeah. When everything went down, I sent her a message though. Did you? Yes, I never, I never said anything to this bitch. Apparently it made her cry, which means that I can die a happy human knowing that I upset her. Okay. What'd you say? Along the lines of you're a piece of shit. Um, if I didn't have respect for my ex's family, I would have called your boss and your parents so that both of you lose your job. Um, along with the owner of the company. Like I was like, I just popped off on her. I called her, stu- I called her stupid because she was trying to become a realtor and she couldn't pass the test. I was like, baby, how many times you got to take this test to let them know that you're stupid. You can't do this. Like, I don't know how many times you need to damn. Like, call- oh yeah. I called her homework. I said, your only thing you're ever going to be in life is a side piece. Um, promise that our paths don't cross because it's never ending in your favor. Damn. I, yeah. Um, I, I've thought about that too. If I, cause like, like I said, small Island, like I haven't run into either of them. And I thought about that too. If I ever run into this one, where, which I really don't care. I would definitely not say shit. I don't know. I just don't care anymore. Like right in that realm. But I have to tell you this fucking story because I was, I need to tell the podcast anyway, cause this is fucking epic. And I'll, yeah. just, I'll just let you hear it first. So since we're on this topic. So not only did this bitch start dating my boyfriend who I moved 5,000 miles for, spent a fuck ton of money moving for, you know, gave up my network in Richmond, my career opportunities in Richmond out of college, all that shit moved here 46 days later, get dumped. Yeah. Boom. We heard that story, but wait, there's more. So <laughs> while we were dating, I, I got really big into like drone videography. Right. And so I, Food drones in Richmond. I flew them out here. Like I was like big into like the videography. Like thing, I think I were, I think right? I remember you posting the yeah. ones when you were in Richmond. Yeah. So I made one like at VCU and like blah 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 blah. And like I would bring it out here on my trips. And like I got really into it just as like a hobby or whatever. And then people started telling me they're like, you know, you can make money off of droning. Like you can get hired by like realtors who have like big properties. Like you should get your license for this, this, and this. So I started while I was still graduating school, like really getting into the idea of that, of being like, holy shit, this is a hobby that I can make money off of. Like realtors would hit me up. I was looking into it and it was just like a lot of legal shit. And I was like, I'm getting ready to graduate and move. So I don't want to like spend the money to get registered in Richmond, all this dumb shit, whatever. But my ex was or is an ordained minister, right? So elopement happens in Hawaii all the time. People come out here and elope, blah, 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 blah. So him and I had so many conversations about, I was like, here's a genius idea. We start a business, right? I fly the drones. I make videography. You're already an ordained minister. If people come to Hawaii and like want to elope, we have a business, right? Where like you can marry them. I'll make a dope ass video for their friends and family, their social media, all this shit. Congrats. Like we got, or like, woohoo, surprise, we got married, blah, 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 blah. We talked about this. We talked about the name for the company because his last name, I can't say it on here, but 
had to do with like aerial footage could have been a good play on words pun there whatever we talked about it I was like you know stoked on it once I graduate get out there we'll do that as a hobby for fun whatever creative outlet blah 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 this bitch (laughs) oh tell me buys a camera and now decides out of nowhere she never did photography before now she's a photographer with an event business based in elopement photography in Hawaii and makes money off of it. <laughs> Did she use the same name? No. Thank okay. God. That Thank would have been the moment. God. Because I don't know, because that was a very like, it wasn't like a dead set thing. It was kind of just like, a, okay, here's like a word that I can like play off of. Like I wasn't like set in stone with like a specific, like exact. Dirty Not bitch. only, yeah, I'm just like, Oh, okay. Like, cool. I wonder where you got that idea. And honestly, like, I'm like, damn, maybe he brought it up and she Mm. ran with it. Oh, interesting. You want to capture this like crazy love. And then this is the best part. And I don't even give a fuck because they'll probably listen to this. And she has like this blog post, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's actually, it's comical. So she like tells the background story of their love, right? And how they met and all this shit. You ready for this? She says that they indirectly met through Craigslist because, because, because she, so his friends lived in this house, right? Whatever. One person moved out. They needed a roommate. They put an ad on Craigslist. She, the girl he's now dating, saw the ad moved in. And that's how she met him while we were still dating while they were friends and she lived there, but literally her fucking blog says we met indirectly through Craigslist. I'm like, wow, that's the lie you have to tell yourself to help you fucking sleep at night. You fucking piece of shit. Best of luck. Like it's hilarious. To me. And honestly, him breaking up with me is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. My life has never oh, yeah. been better. I have an amazing support group in Richmond. I have built that out here. I have like found everybody that I need in my life. So like, I am so over that, but it is hilarious to me. It's that's what I'm saying. You, it's yes, because it's a joke. It's a hundred percent. I wish, joke. I know. After um, I had ended, we're, we're, I'm in the dating scene. One of the our, the football players from Penn State that I, I followed him, whatever. He now is in the NFL. He plays for the Detroit Lions. Oh, hell yeah. And, and so one day, I mean, I was just following him. So I just liked one of his pictures. Well, I guess my like had caught his attention. And so he started following me and he DM'd me. And- oh, snap. And we were talking back and forth for a little bit. I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. We're upgrading, mama. We're upgrading. Oh, girl, I have an NFL player story, too. That's amazing. Hell yeah. Yeah. You got a Detroit Lion. I got got a Patriot. Oh, Patriots are nice. All of them. All of them. I never thought that I would share that story or, like, mention that ever on my fucking podcast. That's amazing. Oh, my God. So. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Well, I'm super proud of you. This is awesome. I'm so glad we got the chance to catch up. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing that story. That was epic. I was curious. I know everyone's going to be curious. We can do it. No, of course. Like I said, thank you so much for having me. I never thought that um, something like this would happen, let alone would it be kind of like uh, the new foundation to my new life and Mm -hmm. getting to share that, um, like you said, kind of gives you this sigh of relief to be authentic with it. But I also just really hope that 
other people can take away from it. One, to not be so fucking naive. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not be mm-hmm. giving these men second chances, third right? chances. We're yeah. One Unbelievable. And done. Yeah. But then, but then also that there really is light at the end of the tunnel and not even the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. It's going to be shitty. It's going to be dark. It's going to get light again. And like, it will always be a roller coaster, but you have the ultimate say on how that, you know, turns out and, and the way in which you have an outlook on it. So exactly hope that, that, you know, those who hear the story can, can take that away from it in a relationship. You have to be your own person and you cannot let yourself get lost in that relationship as much as the feelings and the emotions and the love is probably the strongest feeling you'll ever feel in your entire life. You still have to be your own person. And if there's anything that I wish someone would have told me within those 10 years, or even as I I was going through it is to not lose sight of who I am and who Monica is and who I want to present to the world. Um, So yeah, just continue to work on you and focus on you and the world will provide. Amen. 